0: I know who this is, and it's interesting that he's calling up today because we've spent the last hour talking about Dustin Pedroia and his entire career here in Boston, and he's going to be honored over at Fenway Park tonight. So look who's on the phone line, our old buddy, Terry Francona. Tato, how you doing, buddy?
2: Hey, big old, how are you, man? <laughs> I'm great, how are you? I'm doing okay. I'm Life good? I'm getting a little old and a little slower, but yeah. I'm okay. Tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> God.
0: Well, you're the perfect guy to talk about Dustin Pedroia because you guys had a phenomenal relationship. And we were just talking about this early on in his career. Rookie of the year, MVP. He was a surefire Hall of Fame. And then all of those little what started. And a lot of people here, I don't think he's as popular with people now as he was before. Does that surprise you?
2: Oh, my goodness. That shocks me. I mean, anybody that saw him play, I mean, he gave—he literally gave his body. He, You know, I'm not a real fond of saying you can give more than 100%. I actually think he did. He willed himself at times to be better than his body would allow. I mean, he wasn't exactly Arnold Schwarzenegger to begin with. And, and I mean, he just... You know, he just willed himself to do things, and his body took so much punishment. And, and in the end, it just kind of overwhelmed him. I mean, when he came over one day to say hello uh, about five, about four years ago, and he had shorts on, I was looking at his legs, man, I, I couldn't believe how beat up they were.
3: So, Tito, um, you know. You- we all know the stories when he came up in 07 and the struggles, right? And core in those years, and you had seen him, I guess, uh, probably in camp. But I'm just curious, like behind the scenes, with what was that? Guys like Theo, where they said, "Hey, stick with this kid. This is what he can do." Do you remember what you were told about what to expect out of Dustin Pedroia as a as a rookie?
2: Yeah, I actually do. Theo and the guys were, I think, I don't want to say hesitant, but they were, they were, they kept saying, "Hey, look, don't panic. You know, we know what he looks like." he starts out a little slow at every level just really he's going to be a good player and they were adamant about that because when he first came up I mean that first six weeks of the season man he had a tough time Yeah, and and I give Alex Cora a lot of credit because Alex was actually swinging about really well and he could have you know, he could, but he knew that Petey was going to be our second baseman, and 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 as opposed to trying to level the playing field, he really helped him out a lot. And you don't always necessarily see that. Yeah.
0: Terry, did uh, Pedroya's energy or attitude or shtick, for lack of a better word, did it ever uh, tick you off? And can you give any examples? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know,
2: he he, uh, I'll tell you, I give a funny his his. You know, he got called up in uh, in '06 when we were really struggling. And, you know, we weren't good. We had, everybody had gotten so beat up. And we were playing the game in Toronto at the end of the year, and it was a Sunday getaway game. And there was, you know, the ballpark was quiet. Toronto wasn't very good. And A.J. Burnett was pitching. And we let off Pedroia that year. And he hit the first fastball he saw for a home run, sprint around the bases, came in the dugout. And everybody, you know, it was one of those lazy Sunday days with about a week to go in the season and he's screaming 96 coming out 196 going out.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, wait, 06. Thinking, he just came yeah, up. I remember thinking, <laughs> "Oh my god, like this is a preview." <laughs> but he, you know, his personality started to come out as he got more comfortable on the field. And I think I give him a lot of credit. He did, you know, <laughs> You know, it's it's easy to say, hey, be yourself. But when you're hitting 150, sometimes it's better to be a little quiet. Let people gravitate towards you. But then once he took hold, my goodness, he just took over, and in a good way.
0: The way he approached everything, and you've I'm sure seen athletes over the years that just lack confidence. They've got tremendous skill, tremendous ability, and they lack the confidence. Don't you need to have what Pedroia has got to be able to excel at a high level like that?
2: Yeah, but I mean, he's off the charts. He's I off mean, the I, charts. Yeah, I've been all around. You know, I've been because I've been because I'm old and I've been around. I mean, I've been around Pete Rose and Michael Jordan, and I would put Petey in that in that class of competitiveness. You know, it's like you know, it's almost there's there's it's part I don't I don't know how he balances it so well. It's you know, he'll come across as arrogant, but he's so humble, and and he'll do both in the same sentence. And he can pull it off because he's he's Petey and he's got a heart. Everybody's been around him for ten minutes knows his heart is is his biggest muscle, and and that's probably part of the reason he does pull it off.
0: Petey said he was a better basketball player than Jordan. Could you contest <laughs> that? Is that true?
2: Petey thinks he's better than everything and everything.
3: <laughs>
0: you know, but,
2: t-
3: yeah. But okay.
2: But that's what makes him so special. But then I get. I mean, I, I can remember, you know, like kids, like Make-A-Wish kids, being in my office, and they wanted to meet Petey. So I'd call her at him, and bring him in, and he would rip open his shirt, and he would go, "Kid, this is the body of an MVP," and and you know, I mean, he just, I'd, I'd be like, I'd be like, you know, and the you know, the kids would be like, oh, "God, I could be an MVP too," <laughs> you know. It's it's just he had a he had the ability to pull it off. And it was just so special.
3: Dude, I'm just wondering because obviously you know you, you think very highly of, of Pedro. You played, you know, you had the kid in your team, and, and I'm just curious. in The years afterwards, I don't know if you have you dropped that on somebody like, hey, you remind me of this kid. Do they realize how big of a compliment that would be? Has there been a guy in Cleveland that you that reminds you of?
2: Him? No, I really haven't, and that's how special PD is yeah. because I, I I don't know if I would ever say that. I mean, that again, the guys I compared him to were. Michael Jordan and P. Rose. That's a pretty select company. Um, and and I, I'm not trying to to enhance it. That's how I feel about
3: him. So I was saying earlier, I mean, it's been 14 years. We know the last two or three were just kind of injury-prone, but I think there's a chance they retire his number. Is he worthy? I hope
2: so. I yeah. mean, this kid is everything that Boston represents. I mean, you know, every all the people that come out to games and they care so much and they, they you know, they – they know the stats of the AAA guy before they get to the major leagues. For me, Petey embodied that. And, and if they, you know, I, I, I kind of feel bad when you said that maybe they're not thinking of him as much as they should, because to me, he's everything that, that Boston represents.
0: This is probably a tough question for you to, to answer, having been around him, having sort of a personal bias, but you've been seeing a lot of players, a lot of baseball. Is he a Hall of Fame candidate? I have no ability to be
2: not biased, <laughs> and I, I say that up front. I mean, because I saw what he can do, I, I would put him in as a first ballot because I am so biased. I haven't looked deep enough at the numbers, and, and there, there's just no reason for me to right now. I'm trying to figure out a way we're going to beat the Twins tonight, and I'm still not sure how we're going to do that. But but, And I don't mind being biased, I mean, because I'm supposed to be. I mean, this kid – did everything. And if anything, I probably put too much on his plate. And and that wasn't necessarily fair as a young player, but that's how much I trusted him.
0: Did you ever try to rein him in? We talk about the physicality, the toll on his body. Was there ever a conversation where you said, you know, maybe maybe rein it in a little bit for the longevity, for the betterment of the team down the road?
2: No, no. I think you got to play how you play. I've always felt that way. I mean, he just No, no, I really didn't. Um I'm not sure he would be able to be a good player if you told him to rein it in. You know, he had one. That's part of why I thought it was hard for him when he started getting injured because he he only had one speed. And when he was injured, sometimes he couldn't do the things that he was used to doing, and it got hard for him. Um, because, you know, some guys that are 6'5", maybe they got another gear. Petey had one gear, and fortunately, I was fortunate. I got to see the majority of it when he was healthy because it was so special.
0: Well, Lou brought this up earlier. He ran down his credentials, high school, college, etc., and yet Petey always seemed to use his lack of height as self-motivation. I mean, this is a guy, Tito, that couldn't get into the World Series in Coors Field, (laughs) if you remember.
3: That's Jeff Francis. I'm very aware of that.
0: (laughs) And then he had trouble getting in in 2018 (laughs) to Dodger Stadium. They wouldn't let him in there. They said, what are you, the ball boy? I mean.
2: uh, That is one of my favorite memories of 07, and there's a lot of good ones. But when he came in, he was so riled up. And I mean he came straight into my office and he's dropping F bombs and he's like, I told that guy that go ask Jeff Francis who the you know, who the F I and I was dying and and I thought he'd start laughing, but he was revved up, man. He just he just I mean, that's that's Petey. It's legit, man. It's
3: not an act. Hey Tito, one 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 baseball question. How are you dealing with the sticky stuff? Yeah. I know it's been a big topic <laughs> around here in Boston, and you guys got a big game tonight. Quantrill on the mound, but is it just is it just crazy time for you?
2: For everyone, you know, I, I I'm, I'm I'm I think in the end it's going to be good for the game. I really do. I think it's kind of got a little life of its own, and I don't know quite where it started and where it ended. I don't. I really don't. Um, I'm not naive enough to think it wasn't helping pitchers, but. I, I thought the timing was a little uh, difficult. You know, I, I think we were all under the impression that we would go through this year and then figure it out, mm-hmm. whether it be changing the ball, you know, give give the league chance to do some, some homework. So I think that kind of surprised all of us. But, hey, man, we're, we're, you know, you do what you're supposed to do. I, I, as long as you're not using something, I don't think there's anything to worry
3: about.
0: So do you think we come back to some form of normalcy, let's say, a month from now?
2: Oh, Big O, good question. I don't know, man. I I don't know. I I don't know enough about, you know, I I know people check the spin rates and all that stuff. You guys have been around me long enough. I can barely get my phone on. (laughs) Um, You know, so I don't know if there's ways they're going to be able to check. I I, I honestly don't know. Like Mm -hmm. I said, if if you're not using it, then there's really nothing to worry about. So, you know, that's, and like I said, I think in the long run it'll be good for the game.
0: I got to tell you, the um, text line here has been, Going crazy. They think you're the fake Terry Francona. The comedian Greg Murphy that we used to have on years ago, we fooled we fooled Tito with that one day
2: too. Big O, you got me one. There, go there was a time in the offseason, the guy was talking, and I flicked on the radio, and I was like, why in the world would I ever say that? And, because, you know, I mean, you try, I mean, especially, you know, in Boston, and when we're talking to you characters, try not to give you, you know, food for for fodder, and, and I was thinking, how could I be that dumb?
3: <laughs> and,
2: and then I found out it wasn't even me.
0: That was Greg Murphy, comedian yeah, he here is in oh, Boston. He is, actually does a oh. great Tito Franco. It's always great hey, Good uh, luck. catching up with you. Good luck the rest of All the world. Right. <laughs> see, see you, See you, Tito. Tito Francona on, on the Harbor One You have to cut that out. Hotline.